Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your girl Sam, back with another episode. And this episode is actually something that, you know, like a lot of my other episodes, basically all of them, um, is wrapped around my current um, understanding or just reminder of life when it comes to people and how they react and things like that. Um, This one is about expectations and having expectations in situationships, relationships, friendships, you name it. I think this is a really big um, aspect of relationships that people sometimes forget, including myself, and are reminded of when certain situations occur and you're like, I would never do that. Why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. That's not the golden rule. You know, treat others how you would like to be treated. That's not how I would want to be treated. I would never treat that person that way. So I think when it comes to really understanding um, your role in a relationship and understanding how to um, stay, stay yourself considering the circumstances, it's a very tricky, frustrating, sometimes unpredictable um, way of doing things. And it's very important for you to kind of remind yourself of that when you're presented with situations where you're like, that's unfair, that's not cool, that's not something that I would do. And really consider other ways of addressing or dealing or processing, you know, the circumstance. So one thing that, like an example of this would be, for instance, when it comes to loyalty, you know, I'm a big loyal person. Um, I like to stand by my peoples. Um, I'm very protective of my peoples. Um, I really am a big supporter of my peoples. I'm all about team, 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 us, 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 we, we, we. Uh, once you're in the circle and I have an affinity to you, it's kind of better said than anything else. I'm going to rock with you thick or thin. This is not um, something that everybody does. Okay. For those of you who haven't figured that out, um, not everybody thinks this way and you know, it's very important and not everybody views a loyalty the same. So I think that's another thing too, really quickly to just mention, you know, when you're talking about values and things that you stand by or, or attributes that you're looking for in a relationship or a situation, whatever it may be, loyalty looks different in everyone's eyes. And circumstances really, really test and help you identify, are we on the same same, same wavelength when it comes to how we look at loyalty, how we view it, how we agree or disagree on it? Um, Those are some key opportunities. I think when it comes to loyalty, as an example, for instance, you know, there's different types of loyalty. One is it like, okay, if I have a friend who I know is wrong in a situation I'm still going to stand by them even though they're wrong versus um, a friend that I know is wrong and me addressing it with that friend and not thinking, okay, this is the end of our friendship. I just need you to know this is where I stand on the circumstance and we have to agree to disagree. There's two types of loyal, you know, in that scenario where you can have the friend where you're like, hey, I know you're wrong, but you're still my girl and, you know, I'm still going to support you. Versus like the the person of like, listen, this situation is not something you should have put yourself into. I don't agree with it. Um, I just want to call you out on it, but you're still my girl. Um, There's just different ways for you to approach things and to understand things. 
um, you know, how you represent yourself, like for instance, in a partnership with others or um, just people in general, just showing that you're loyal to whomever you're with, if they're talking negatively or they're kind of judging that person um, that you're with and you're really, really honest with, you know, the group to kind of say, or whoever you're speaking to of like, listen, you know, this is somebody that I care about. This is somebody that um, means a lot to me. I don't appreciate, you know, those negative comments or I don't agree with you. You know, that's another form of loyalty that I definitely stand by of like, that's not cool. You know, setting the boundaries, setting the expectations when it comes to um, representing yourself outside of being around that person. You know, again, loyalty runs a gamut as far as how and what um, people expect of you. It's very important for, I think, any kind of relationship, situation, whatever it may be, to address and discuss the expectations around that, the scenarios like such, and kind of identify, you know, again, are you guys on the same wavelength? Loyalty is a, is a big thing for me. And, you know, I've been with people or connected with people who are not loyal in any way, shape, or form. Um, they're just kind of like sometimey or... Um, you just never really know what the vibe is. And that to me eh, doesn't do too well. But again, that's my expectation of people. I mean, the way I operate, the way I think, the way I function is not conducive to everyone's mindset. I know as a Virgo specifically, I can be um, over analytical. I can be very strong headed. I can be very um, independent, very controlling at times, very definitive as to as far as what I want and what I don't want. And not everyone operates that way. Um, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> but, you know, things like showing up for me or showing up for people. I think when you're talking about expectations, you have to be, recognize that sometimes your expectations are attached to the voids in your life. The voids that occurred that um, created this, this um, trait to be um, a priority or be very, very um, important to you. So your past trauma or situations or issues um, a lot of times can shape, you know, that's again, the nature versus nurture, you know, mindset of it can shape the value and these things differentiate person to person, situation to situation, phase by phase, circumstance by circumstance. So it's very important for you to understand the real reason as to why those things are super valuable to you. So for instance, showing up for me, being present in my life or being supportive of me, those things are huge for me specifically because my mother, and I put a lot on my mom and I have to acknowledge my dad wasn't as present. My mom was more present than my dad. But I hate to say it, I put more expectation on her because she was semi-present and I kind of just knocked my dad out of like, he just was absentee. He wasn't really there in the first place. But I will say that, you know, he definitely should have been there a lot more, um, both physically, but also mentally. Um, but he wasn't. And I think um, the hurt more comes from her versus him, which is unfortunate. Um, but I think that now that he and I have a better relationship, he's more vocal about wanting to be, or should have been and that sort of stuff versus like my mom, who's kind of like, Nope, that's who I am. That's what it is. And I'm just the fool over here expecting her to show up. But, um, because she didn't really show up for me or, you know, he didn't really show up for me at all. 
um, I think that's why, that's definitely why I struggle with, you know, people um, who I feel fall short of that and don't value that and don't make it a priority. I'm very vocal about that. So I'm very clear as to why it bothers me and as to what it stems from. And I make that very clear um, immediately or very early on in my relationships or situations and stuff like that. And as I've gotten older, of course, it still, you know, feeds into my independent nature, my expectations of people. I don't expect them to, but once they do and they consistently do, or they do in their own way, that definitely lends them to be closer to me in my circle and makes me appreciate them a lot more. Um, and I value that a huge, huge ton because I know there's a lot of people who don't show up for you, who don't value that, who don't think that's important, who don't think your moments that you need that support or acknowledgement is important. Um, because sometimes, you know, we as people go through things and have our beliefs and have our values. And we don't really say much because we don't want it to be somebody else's, uh, I don't want to say burden, but responsibility. Because of course we want to be, or would like to be, and at least from my view, more self-sufficient than anything else. We don't want to depend on anyone else when it comes to having to do certain things that should be done for ourselves. But it's very nice to have a home team. It's very nice to have a dream team, you know, people who can completely, you know, fuel you in times when you don't have the strength and you don't have the mindset um, necessary for that growth or that stretch, stretch goal that you're trying to achieve. So, you know, having people who support you, who show up for you is so keen on the building blocks you need, you know, to be able to continue to grow. Now I say this without saying, of course, God is along the way in, in its entirety. But, um, when we're talking about human relationships and, um, just being able to connect better and foster relationships and having that social, social cues and things like that, it's such a blessing to have someone or multiple people who are able to read you, who are able to understand you, who are able to, you know, be there for you in ways that you can't be there for yourself. You know, that's kind of why you include them in your life and you share these things with you. Um, I think, you know, I have some friends who are more hardened when it comes to that um, experience of, you know what, most people haven't been there for my life and it is what it is. And I'm not worried about if anybody's going to show up or be there. If you're going to be there, it is, you're there. If you're not, you're not. I think, um, a lot of people are hurt. Mostly everybody's hurt in some way, shape or form. Um, more so some than others. And it's a defense mechanism. It's a way that we protect ourselves. It's a way that we avoid being hurt even more. We avoid, um, having to experience, you know, struggle and frustration even more. And we avoid just having to upset ourselves or get our hopes up. Now, I hate to say it, <clears throat> but the expectations, it's like a double-edged sword because one, it's your clan. It's the people that you've chosen, but two, it's expectations of them. And what that means is basically, are you choosing the right people? Are you allowing the right people in? Are you able to have a great sense of quality people in your life? Now, it may be an uphill battle for you because sometimes people, you know, seem to have all the qualities in the world that is necessary to be your friend, your partner, your, you know, your coworker, whatever it may be. But 
in times where they are tested or in times they are expected to show up, they don't, they fall short of that. That's very common. That happens a lot. That's a part of the filtering process. That is a part of the filtering process that lends itself to phases, situations, circumstances, growth stages, you know, there's just so many different reasons as to why someone might um, kind of drift off. And I think what happens is people sometimes get stuck on the fact that if we become friends to a certain phase of our lives, that this means, okay, you're locked in forever. Like you have a, a lifetime bid now. And when certain circumstances come up, it's so, um, it's so upsetting because your expectations of that person does not fit what actually happened. You're like, okay, well, let me cut them off completely or cut off people entering my life completely. But I think having the more optimistic sense of life and the more optimistic sense of relationships and allowing one, allowing those expectations to be met with reality first of all, because they're expectations. They're not a guaranteed um, experience, but you know, allowing some, some leniency when it comes to that, you know, each circumstance tells a different story. Everybody has a different backstory, a different purpose, a different reason. Everybody has a different way of showing those, um, attributes. So it may not be the same. It may not be the complete same language, but it's ultimately a language that, you know, it's the same goal. It may be apples and oranges, but they're still fruit. So that's a good sign. Under, you you got to meet them halfway as far as understanding them. Um, but overall, I think what is more, uh, more useful, if you will, is to break down, you know, your expectations, where they stem from, what triggers them, what doesn't, what work needs to be done when it comes to understanding how can I be less you know, dependent on another person as far as doing these traits, doing these things for me, more lenient to the fact that we are not perfect. We are not always going to be um, as forgiving. We're not always going to be the people that we want to live up to. I know I have fallen short. Um, I definitely, definitely do try to be there for people. I think that's one of my biggest things because of a personal reason. Um, I do try to be there for people. I do try to show up for people as much as I can because I find it to be important. I try to give back a lot. That's my nature. That's my, that's my thing. Um, but I think I fall short in allowing certain people to blossom in front of me. I'm kind of like, uh, hurry up. Uh, where's the patience? I have none. <laughs> um, I'm very like, I don't know. My expectations of people's growth, um, is a expedited. Like I think like, duh, get with it. Let's go. Let's go. Because I understand it, but I don't always recognize that a person's growth requires soil, sun, water, right? Circumstances for it to occur. And so the things that I understand, or I've been given with, um, I, I definitely allow a short window, a shorter window than God has, <laughs> um, for it to occur. But I do find that any, anytime, anytime, anytime. And this is going to make me a little emotional. Anytime that I've prayed on a situation to reveal itself. And I don't mean a negative thing like, Oh, you know, um, I'm hoping this person really doesn't work out for me. You know, I'm hoping this person falls. It's more of like any time that I've prayed for light to be shed on something that has rubbed me wrong or, 
you know, frustrated me or made me feel like maybe I'm the crazy one expecting this or thinking this um, could be true or should be true. You know, God has, has been able to comfort me, not necessarily always give me the complete um, picture, but comfort me in a way that I'm able to understand that, you know what, sometimes these things take time. Sometimes they take, you know, the right conditions um, for them to open up and to understand where I may be coming from or what I need in that circumstance. Um, you know, expectation goes both ways, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, sometimes we are so burdened by our hurt, our pain that we don't see the other person's, um, struggle or frustration or, um, effort because we're consumed by, the wronging in which they did. Now, let me be clear. This doesn't always go for certain things such as like, um, you know, abuse, you know, there's just some, listen, there's just certain things that you, nobody should stand up for That's just never going to be okay. That's never going to be excusable. Um, that should never be something that you should consider or say, well, I wouldn't do that, but it's okay if they do it for me or do it to me because of what they've been through. There's just certain boundaries that need to be there because going back to what I talked about before with boundaries, boundaries protect you. Boundaries are not, they're like the the seawall, you know, there's so much going on in the town. We can't afford to have an unnecessary wave, just wipe it all out. So these boundaries come into place to protect you and they're essential. Um, everybody's boundaries is a little bit different. Some, some of them go up real quick. Some of them take a little bit more time. Some of the seawalls are a little bit higher, some a little bit shorter, but either way, there's some sort of boundaries that I think everybody should have. Now, when it comes to relationships and what they may um, do to you or what may happen because of it, you have to decipher in each situation you know, does this attack my boundary? Is this something that's, you know, comfortable with me? Okay with me? Um, Is this something that's workable? Meaning we can navigate how to reposition um, our expectations of one another. Um, It's it's very, I wouldn't say flexible. Certain relationships can be very easy to maneuver to be a higher quality. Some Some relationships, when it comes to expectations, can unfortunately be damaging. Um, It may press the buttons that you don't want to have pressed. And those are key indicators that this isn't um, a connection that is worth your peace, your well-being, um, your growth, your expectations. It's just not worth it because the damage, especially when you're a person who's always working on yourself or trying to do the effort to understand how to, you know, get yourself together. Um, you just don't want to take the chance to continue to breathe life into something that isn't returning, um, the necessary nutrients, if you will, for you to continue to grow. And that's, that's, that's a key factor in it. And sometimes you want to save it because, you know, maybe there's years involved or, um, it seemed to be really great initially, but it doesn't always turn out to be that way. And that's okay. That's completely fine. Again, when it comes to expectations and and things like that, you want to be mindful that these things aren't always the truth. 
And that may sound a little weird, but your thoughts aren't always the truth. And I'm pretty sure that somewhere, some somehow you guys have seen that or read that at some point, but it's a reality. You know, um, I think for me, my expectations of others really is a fight between reality and expectation. And I have to be a lot more conducive to allowing people to fall where they fall, you know, land where they land, be who they are, not allow it to get within that, you know, outside of that seawall. And the more I do that, the easier it is for me to life coach, the easier it is for me to have more longstanding relationships because the reality is as you're growing, I'm growing, as you're stagnant, I may be growing, as I may stagnate, you may be growing, um, there's so much going on. There's so much fluidity in relationships. And when a person or um, a situation keeps, you know, like I said, triggering these things, these are key things, triggering trauma with you. It's key, a, a key thing that you should, you know, revisit the struggles, revisit the hurt. So that way you go, you can go through it and not allow it to elevate your seawall where you're unable to see the beauty in all the mystery when it comes to, um, the sea or the ocean or what it has to offer, um, you know, the sunset, whatever it may be, you have to adjust your expectations. You have to adjust the things that limit you from blossoming, um, beautiful relationships that are imperfect like ourselves. You know, there's so much patience that goes into it on both ends. There's so much understanding, um, just genuine, caring that goes into it, genuine, um, support that goes into it. But just like any relationship, it's going to need some work, you know, it's going to need some work on either end. And, and by work, I mean, in some, some ways or the other, in your own way, if you will, it's going to need participation, active participation in making sure we're checking in, making sure we're on the same page, making sure we're connecting continuing the bond, continuing the relationship, feeding into each other's like positive attributes and recognizing the flaws and working within those boundaries. Um, you know, it just depends again on the relationship that you have. So for me, I initially, a lot of times had a very high expectation of people. And the reality is that that's impossible. Okay. Let that go. Because I fall short all the time, all the time, all the time. And as I kind of reflect and look back at my, you know, friendships, relationships, all of those things, one key thing that I do recall going back to my patients is pushing people too hard. Um, being the one to suggest change or su suggest growth in a like quick, fast, in a hurry method or um, kind of at a pace that God is in control and I don't know what I was thinking or, um, thinking that, you know what, because I communicate this person, you know, is going to communicate as well, or because this person wants to communicate, they're going to communicate. Um, that's not always the case. Certain things are triggers for them and that hurts them in trying to, you know, bubble that up or deal with that. But I will say this, you know, in dealing with expectations and where they're at and X, Y, and Z, it is everyone's responsibility. It is your responsibility to be accountable for your actions, for the way you participate 
are willingly participate in any relationship that you may have. And it is your expect, it is an expectation or should be an expectation that you in some way, shape or form vocalize your boundaries, your expectations, your, um, wants, needs, desires, et cetera, et cetera. I think, you know, people talk about communication and things like that. And I do all the time. I love communications with, especially in relationships, but it's, there's different types of ways to communicate. Now, for instance, with me having argumental style communication is a trigger for me. It is a very, very sore wound, um, mainly because of my relationship with my mom. My dad and I never really argued. Um, we were better at communicating. I mean, there were some hard conversations, but never really argued. My mother, on the other hand, her um, vice is very, she has a very nasty mouth when she's ready. And that's something that I haven't internalized and that's something that I deal with all the time. That's my, that's one of my demons. That's one of my sore spots. That's one of my things that I try to navigate differently. <laughs> any second, any time that I get. Um, and I work on that constantly. I actually had a breakthrough with, within myself, a small win within myself, where I expected myself to unleash the dragon but I in turn actually had a very productive conversation. I think because I had processed it prior to several times in my head, several times in my circle, um, when it was time to have the conversation, I was so mature, so on point. I hit everything, everything flowed and it wasn't offensive. It was constructive and it felt really good. Now, again, that takes a lot of work because within me, that's not how I wanted to um, vocalize it. But I, I didn't expect to be able to um, get through that in a constructive way. And I really was able to do so. But, you know, when it comes to handling relationships or situations where they start to turn or remind me of that trigger specifically, um, I know that's an expectation that I make very clear of my relationships or my situations because... It, it, it brings me back to a place that I don't want to be. It creates a person that I don't want to be. And I'm, you know, working on daily and I'm, you know, avoiding <laughs> at all costs, even in times where it's very clear I have a decision. I mean, you know, something I've said before, we all have choices. You know, it's something that we have to use wisely. And I think that certain circumstances are mendable. You know, when it comes to expectations where I expected this person to uphold a certain standard and they went left, I think there's opportunities where you can, you know, come back around, revisit the circumstance and make it right. Um, but it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of accountability. It takes a lot of understanding as to what you actually did. Um, it takes patience within the other person to understand you know, where that person may be coming from or why it may be bothering them, you know, and stuff like that. And that's something, you know, I mentioned earlier is that you have to understand that other person as well, too, in order to, you know, really allow a relationship that is of value to blossom. If you don't, 
you're going to have a really hard uphill battle of blindness that you're just walking into and a blindness that you're completely, completely trying to navigate in a positive way that's almost impossible because you don't even know what landmines are really there in the first place. So being sure to, you know, um, put things into perspective, put things into an op opportunistic um, mindset is really essential to um, creating an environment that is beautiful, is um, hopeful, you know, and evolves. Um, expectations are, are tricky, but I think with, you know, being able to work within certain parameters, grow within certain space, um, you're able to manage them as they go and check yourself if necessary, or correct a certain behavior <laughs> if necessary within the other person, because we are more enlightened by the communication that we have with the ones that we love. If we had those conversations, you know, of how to dim the light here or brighten it over here, or, you know, um, handle a certain circumstance this way, you know, that's how you understand and learn and grow and connect and things of that nature. And they may evolve, they may change, but the goal is, you know, to evaluate those expectations at whatever stage they may be in. So thank you guys for another episode. I truly, truly appreciate everything um, when it comes to just listen to my platform. It's growing. Um, January 14th is the one year anniversary of everything in me. This is a huge, huge, huge deal for me because I hate to say it, but I'm not able to um, manage things that are directed at myself um, for a long period of time where it it's like an entrepreneur. Like I really have to get up, do it, want to do it, find the times. And I'm very proud of myself. I mean, it was a little bumpy, but <laughs> here we are almost one year to the date of me putting out this type of content and this type of medium. And I'm really excited. And I'm just thankful for every listener. Um, I'm currently at about 820 plays. I'm hoping to get to a thousand by the time, um, you know, everything in me, this podcast reaches a year old, but if not, I'm okay with that too. It's such a blessing to have every listener, you know, listen to whatever you want to listen to. If you haven't listened to everything yet, please do. If you haven't contacted me about, um, you know, how you feel or, you know, um, topics that you want to talk about or hear about, I would love to hear from you. Email me, sam at everythinginme.com. Or check out my Instagram, Everything in Me IG, or my Facebook, Everything in Me FB, and even my LinkedIn, Everything in Me. Um, I really appreciate every single listener, and, and I'm just so grateful. Happy holidays to everyone, and I can't wait to you know chat with you guys in my next podcast. <laughs>